with your host, Spiro. fight show edition of the rational rage podcast ladies and gentlemen this is where we're going to talk about what's going on in the fight game whether it's boxing mma kickboxing whatever let's just get right to it man john jones what the fuck is up with john jones man i mean has there been another guy who's gotten as many chances as john jones you know no matter what this guy does he you know he always seems to be back with the UFC, back in their cage, fighting, defending a title, challenging for a title, whatever the fuck, you know, and the public, man, the public, you know, and and what's crazy is in this day and age of cancel culture, how the fuck is, is this guy still, I don't think this guy has even been touched by fucking cancel culture, and this is a motherfucker that has cancel culture victim written all over him, but he seems to have gotten a fucking free pass. I don't know, man. I don't get it. You guys are out here going after people that are, you know, calling people names or some shit. You know, man, you guys are fucking quick to burn somebody's house over fucking name calling or some bullshit or something that, that somebody did or said or thought even 30, 40 years ago. But here's a guy doing some fucked up shit as recent as just the other fucking day, man. Man, he's giving you guys a lot of ammunition over the years and nothing. Not a peep. That's all right. That's what I'm here for. So, John Jones got inducted into the Hall of Fame, UFC Hall of Fame, whatever the fuck, you know. Goes up onto the podium, gets on the mic, gives this wonderful speech, thanking his beautiful girlfriend, his fiance, his children. You know, talking about how she's his nutritionist, how she's his this, his that. Pretty much is everything. This guy pretty much gave all the credit almost in the world, uh, you know, for his success and his life. The oxygen that he breathes to this woman that he loves and appreciates so much and who he's getting ready to marry, I guess, soon. I don't know. And again, you know, don't forget I said that they've got kids. They got quite a few kids together. I'm not sure how many kids they got, but anyways, they are parents to... A handful of kids. So fast forward after the event, uh, at some point, you know, John Jones decided to go gambling or decided to go hang out. I don't know. I don't care. Um, I heard something about that. He's like, I'm going to grab $10,000 and I'm going to, to hang out or I'm going to go gamble, whatever the fuck. I wish I could say, I'm just going to grab $10,000 and I'm going to go fuck off somewhere. But anyways, According to the reports, if I'm not mistaken, at this point, the fiance goes downstairs to security. Or she, no, actually, I think she went to the concierge or whatever the fuck. And 
she was trying to change rooms or change key cards or some shit. I don't know what. You know, she didn't want this motherfucker to come back drunk or something. And God knows what he'll do. But there's a reason why she did that. But here's the fucking problem. If you're in a fucking toxic relationship where you're getting the shit beat out of you like this lady... You know, while she's downstairs trying to get a new key or trying to get a new room or whatever the fuck, security notices something. She's got fucking swollen lip. There's some blood on it, you know, and she's got other markings, you know, signs of fucking battery. But here's the fucking thing. As soon as somebody steps up and confronts her and asks her, What's going on? What's wrong? And gives her the opportunity to do something about her situation. What the fuck is it about most of these victims that they fucking clam up and they go into their shell? They feel like, you know, they need to make excuses for the piece of shit or they need to lie, cover up for him. What is it? You know, I mean, I wish somebody could explain that to me because it makes no fucking sense. This is something that happens a lot. You know, it's like somebody tries to throw you a fucking lifeline and you might catch that lifeline, but you let go of it. You know, a lot of these victims, they let go of it willingly. What the fuck is it? Is it some kind of a Stockholm syndrome type shit or something? I mean, is this like some kind of fucking power that the abuser holds over them that prevents them from walking out? That prevents them from... You know, not taking the opportunity, man, to to do something about the situation when somebody tosses them that lifeline. I don't know. But she started making excuses, talking about how they're in in Nevada and the weather's dry and it caused her nose to fucking bleed. Um, You know, it chapped her lips and that's why she looks the way she is. No, you look the way you do because a man who is arguably the best to ever do it which many fucking will argue that John Jones is the greatest MMA fighter of all time, put his hands on you and beat the shit out of you. And you have fucking children. You have fucking children. If for any other reason, if there's any reason that you need to fucking put on your fucking big girl pants and say enough is enough, it's your children. I mean, the fucking children are who actually saved her. And that still remains to be seen because we don't know what's going to come off the fucking case or if there's even going to be a case. But, you know, the children stepped in and asked security to please call the police. So I don't know if it was at this point or before the kids asked for the police to be called that she finally said, you know, I I don't feel too safe going back to my room or I don't feel safe allowing him back to the room. I don't know. Um, So the police caught up with uh, John Jones and there's something up with this guy, man. Okay. There's something up with this fucking guy. He's got some serious fucking problems. He's got some serious mental health issues. And according to what I read, a lot of people and I've heard this label placed on him. And according to what I read, I have to agree, but John Jones is a narcissistic sociopath. Police caught up with him, detained him. According to the report, uh, he supposedly said, how dare you arrest me on my night? I just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Jesus fucking Christ, man. 
I mean, there's no fucking remorse. There's not an ounce of fucking regret. You know, this motherfucker goes from praising and, you know, putting his fiance up on a pedestal up there with right next to fucking God and Jesus and whoever the fuck, right? To then, you know, beat the fucking shit out of her. Probably in front of the kids. So he's doing physical and mental damage to his fiance, but, you know, he's definitely doing mental damage and emotional damage to his children, but has he put his hands on them? I hope not. But, you know, there's something in there that he headbutted the police vehicle, pretty much dented the vehicle, chipped the paint, so he hit that shit hard. But then this motherfucker, I don't know if this was while they were arresting him or at the precinct, you know, pretty much challenged all the police officers there, said something to the effect of, um, what would happen if you take off these cuffs and you all tried fighting me at the same time? Again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know. I don't know the uh, exact words, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, he's he's crossed the line many times, but I think this time, I think he went way too far. I don't know. I mean, at what point, at what point does Dana White says enough is enough, man? I had enough of you. Gave you many fucking chances. I mean, even Dana White said it, man. It's like, at this point, I'm not even surprised anymore. Well, motherfucker, if you're not surprised anymore, why are you still dealing with this piece of shit? And I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, I call him a piece of shit because that's what he is. I mean, fuck, dude. Come on now. And since this came out, I've you know, there's people bashing him. Rightfully so, but I'm surprised at the amount of people fucking defending them and making excuses for this motherfucker. Not only excuses for him, but excuses for even Dana White for fucking keeping him around. I mean, what the fuck, man? Some people are talking about, well, the fact that everybody knows is punishment enough. The fact that everybody knows is punishment enough? Really? So what do we tell his fiance, who I hope she snapped out of it, took off that ring, and threw it in a fucking river somewhere or something, you know? And what do we tell his children? That it's okay? It's okay, you know, for dad to put his hands on mommy? And what is his fiancée teaching their daughters? This is something a lot of you women out there, right, that are going through this shit need to understand. When you choose to remain in a toxic relationship where you're being fucking mentally and physically abused, and you have children, and you have daughters, you're teaching them that that's the way to do it, that that's the way you handle this, that it's okay, it's normal to be tortured mentally, emotionally, it's normal to be physically abused, that's what you're teaching them, you're teaching them to be victims for their whole fucking lives, at the end of the day, the ones who I really think about in all this other children they understand and they realize well this ain't right it's not okay you know but for a kid to say hey can you call the police can you imagine what he's been putting that family through makes you wonder man you know how much shit he's put his fiance through how bad it it gets back home when they're in the privacy of their own home and it makes you wonder what he does to those kids if he's put his hands on them I hope not, man. I hope not, but I think this is it for him. Well, it should be it for him. I mean, I, you know, no more fucking breaks, man. No more chances. Dana White needs to be done with him. I mean, everybody wants to fucking cancel, right? 
cancel this, cancel that, cancel this person, cancel that person. I mean, you know, everybody wants to fucking protest. Why don't you people boycott the UFC then? Huh? See what happens. I don't know how much Dana White cares or doesn't care. I don't know. Maybe the way he looks at this is if I get rid of this motherfucker, he's not going to be able to provide for his family. Or maybe he just doesn't give a fuck and he's got a guy in John Jones that could still go for however many years and he's trying to fucking squeeze as much juice out of him as he can before he just kicks him to the curb because the guy's a fucking nightmare, a PR nightmare, a fucking headache. I don't know. I definitely think it's time to go though, man. I think it's time this motherfucker does some fucking jail time. I think this motherfucker needs help. I think that should be his main focus. That should be his number one priority. Forget the fight game, man. Forget moving up to heavyweight right now. Forget everything. Go get help, man. I mean, at the end of the day, we want what's best for the family, not just for one individual person, but what's best for the family, for the children especially. The fiancé could do whatever she wants. You know, if she wants to take this guy back the way he is, then she deserves him. But the children need to be protected from this guy, and, you know, he needs to go away to get some help. Listen, man, this is a serious situation, okay? Dana, if you really are about doing the right thing, you want to help this guy, don't give him any more fights. Get this guy the help he needs. I mean, if you choose to totally abandon this fucker, I wouldn't blame you, but I don't know, man. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's worth it? you think it's worth helping this fucking guy? Or do you think that enough is enough? This guy's got to go. He needs to do time. But there's something else deeper, psychological. To be honest, man, uh, people like that, you can get them a psychiatrist, you can medicate them, but at the end of the day, man, they're walking fucking time bombs. Anyways, let me know what you guys think. You know, send me an email at rationalrage.mailbag at gmail.com and let me know what you guys think about this John Jones situation. The latest chapter in the ongoing saga of the train wreck that is john jones should the ufc cut ties with this guy should dana white be like fuck this dude i'm done all right let's talk some boxing now the much anticipated fight for the undisputed lightweight championship of the world between the champion Tofimo lopez and george cambosas ladies and gentlemen the sport of boxing it's my first love, man. You know, it's, uh, I will always love it. I will always prefer it over MMA, over just about any combat sport out there. I'm a former fighter myself. I've competed in the ring. I have such passion and love for it. But it's a love-hate relationship, you know. I mean, I don't have to go into the, the drama and the corrupt nature of business and how you know, these sanctioning bodies are bleeding everybody dry, how these promoters, they suck the fucking juice out of these fucking fighters like vampires, make all the money they can with them, then they toss them to the side, and, you know, a lot of these fighters, you know, they're pretty bad with their money, and, you know, they fucking end up broke, man, at the end of the day, you know, but, it's a new era for boxing. It's a new era. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. The YouTube era. 
You can call it the circus era because that's what it's turning into, a fucking circus. And the promotion that's leading the charge, the ringleaders of this new era, are fucking Triller. They're the ones that put together a lot of these novelty fights, you know, uh, fucking Jake Paul fights, these YouTube fights, the the exhibition with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. And, you know, the problem isn't the actual, you know, fight taking place in the ring you know there's good fights and there's bad fights there's exciting fights and there's boring fights whatever that's up to the fighters but the product as a whole the production and all the added bullshit i don't think triller has any respect for the sport of boxing or for any combat sport whatsoever all they see is a gladiator show where you pit fucking two guys in there for the enjoyment of the fucking brain dead masses and they're gonna fucking add some bells and whistles to spice it up because they think boxing needs spicing up and they're partly correct there's something wrong with i mean there's always been something wrong with boxing it's still the most money making of all the combat sports but it's not producing the crossover mainstream star that a lot of fight fans have been accustomed to like the de la hoyas and the trinidads you know the fucking tysons the roy joneses and so on so let's talk about this fight that should have taken place and i don't think it's gonna take place i think they're gonna kill this fight it's already been postponed once due to lopez the champion catching covid and i've already spoken before how i feel covid has become the number one excuse for these fighters to pull out of fights, postpone fights, to buy time. You're not going to find too many people that are going to need convincing, okay, in this day and age, you know, because everybody's acting, you know, and I'm not trying to trivialize the COVID, but I think a lot of these fighters are using people's fears of the fucking disease and whatever. Anyways, the fight was first scheduled for June 5th. And it was actually rescheduled four times. Four fucking times this fight has been rescheduled. How does that happen? Why does that happen? Either somebody's stalling for more money or somebody really doesn't want to fight and hopes that the other guy gets frustrated enough and, you know, to pull out. Triller, the ringmasters and shit of this fucking circus, of this shit show. For some reason, they put this fight on a Monday night during football season. Who fucking does that? What fucking moron promote? I mean, don't these people know? You don't fucking compete against football, no matter who the fuck you are, bro. You know, in this country, in America, football rules. I mean, I'm not a football fan, but I get it. I think it's the main sport. I mean, everybody says it's baseball, but I think people are more fanatic over football than anything else here. You don't compete against fucking football. You just don't do that, man. It just makes no fucking sense. And you know that saying, if it doesn't make dollars, then it doesn't make sense. Well, you know, this ain't going to make dollars because this doesn't make sense. Cambosos made a fucking statement that he was ready to fight. He's been ready to fight. Now, this is the fucking challenger, and he's hungry. This is his shot. This is his opportunity at the big time. If he wins this fucking fight, if he wins these titles, it changes his fucking life. But I have to applaud him because he's taking a stand here. So his lawyer submitted paperwork to the courts. He's looking for a thriller to be declared in default. And my favorite part about this is that he's hoping to have thriller barred from any future purse bids 
So if I'm understanding this correctly, if they get their way, Triller will not be allowed to be involved in the fight game. I find that hard to believe that that'll happen, but I hope it does happen. I don't like Triller. I don't like what they present. I don't think they have any respect for the sport of boxing. I don't think they have any respect for the fighters. All they see is money. They want to put on a fucking circus act here. You know, in the sport of boxing, is so desperate that they actually have names, big names from boxing attaching themselves to this shit and taking part in this circus. And it's sad because a lot of these guys don't even need the money. So why are they doing it? Anyways, Brian Kavanaugh, one of the head guys at Triller or the head guy, I don't know, is accusing Combosas of a shakedown. You know, he was on ESPN talking about that he had demanded $520,000 in financial compensation for the date change. This isn't something that's unheard of in the sport. You know, they're trying to make Cambosas out to be like some kind of an extortionist. And I'm going to be honest, I don't give a fuck. Again, I don't like Triller. I don't think they should be in the boxing business. They have no respect for the sport and no respect for the fighters. So I don't give a fuck. I don't care if fucking Cambosas or if anybody's trying to extort them or trying to get more money. You know, just the fact that you fucking allowed a fight to get postponed as many times as it did. And then you put it up against Monday Night Football. Like, what? No, fuck you, man. You shouldn't be in this business. They were going to do it at Madison Square Garden. They lost that venue. And with that, they lost a fucking deposit. I think it's something like $100,000. Fuck them. I don't give a fuck. I don't feel bad for them. Serves them right. So whatever the case, man, you know, fucking if Cambosis was trying to shake him down, I don't feel bad for them. I mean, it, you know, this fight keeps getting postponed. You know, think about it. You know what I'm saying? This guy goes to the gym and he trains. He thinks he's fighting on a certain day. The fight gets postponed. Now he has to maintain, try not to overtrain. And again, the fight gets postponed. And again, and again. Maybe he is entitled to some kind of fucking financial compensation. You know what? I hope he fucking gets it. I hope he gets it because this is bullshit. And I hope Triller gets banned from the boxing business. I don't see that happening, unfortunately, but I hope it does happen. So if I'm not mistaken, the final date was the 16th of October. The champion Lopez agreed to it. He signed off. Then they sent the paperwork over to Australia. Obviously, Cambosa said, fuck you, and this is the result of it. The lawsuit and all this other shit. Listen, man, I'll be honest, it's a bit of a bummer, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck. I don't even care anymore if this fight happens or not. But, you know, fucking Triller, right? Look at fucking Triller at what they're doing. And they're accusing Cambosas of a shakedown and extortion, right? But Triller wants the IBF to drop Cambosas from the rankings and make Isaac Pitbull Cruz the new number one contender. What does that say? No, motherfucker. First of all, Cambosas earned his fucking spot. He earned his rank. He earned his title shot. This is a fight that could have been made with any other fucking promoter. But you motherfuckers came along. Then fucking tell Fimo Lopez. You know, he thinks he's fucking starting something new or something cool or something. I don't know what the fuck's up with this fucking thriller deal. I don't think it's so much that Teofimo Lopez is scared of Cambosas. I think what's going on here is that Teofimo Lopez, including Triller, 
by just trying to frustrate Cambosis to the point where he'll drop out of the fucking fight, says, fuck this, I got a fight, he moves on to somebody else, and then that way these guys can bring in Isaac Cruz. I don't know, are they trying to make a safer fight for Telfimo? Because maybe Triller stands to make a lot of money down the road with him, the Latino boxer from New York. You know, it's not all about your fucking skills, man. I mean, how many of you people out there even knew who George Cambosis was before this? If you've been paying attention, you know who he is. But to the mainstream, I don't know, man. Anyways, I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck if this fight happens or not anymore. Driller is saying that they already secured the Barclays Center. They made their deposits. They signed with Lopez. They're saying that Cambosis is making all these demands and whatever. Like I said, man, at this point, I don't give a fuck anymore, man, if they fight or not. What I do want more than the actual fight happening is a court decides that Triller should not be involved in boxing. Listen, man, boxing is fucked up enough as it is. We don't need Triller to make things worse. That's what I really want. I want Triller banned from boxing, and that's that. And now moving on to a fight that is definitely taking place, barring any craziness, any more COVID infections and shit. Tyson Fury will be defending his WBC heavyweight championship against the hard-punching Deontay Wilder. This will be their third fight. So the first fight ended in a draw. The second one, Tyson Fury won by knockout. So what's going to happen in this third fight? History shows that 9 times out of 10, whoever won the first fight by knockout wins the rematch by a quicker knockout. So are we in for a shorter fight with the same result? I hope not. I mean, whatever the case is, I hope it's a good fight. Deontay Wilder's punch, that's going to be something looming throughout the whole fight, however long it lasts. We know what Deontay can do with his fist, what his power is, is capable of. You know, we've seen Tyson Fury come up off the canvas twice now. There's not much that I can say about this. I mean, I've spoken a little bit about this before. The winner of this fight should have been fighting Joshua, but we all know how Joshua's last fight went. <laughs> so who's next for the winner? We don't know. What's next for the loser? That's a good question. If Deontay Wilder loses again, he's got a lot of thinking to do. If Fury loses, it's not going to be a big deal for him because he's already entertaining um, a career with the WWE. He's got other things going on. This guy's a fucking entertainer. You know, you'll probably see him acting. You'll probably see him in the WWE at some point. You know, so he's fucking, he's already preparing himself for a life after boxing. So let's see what happens. I'd like to hear who you guys think is going to win this fight. Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury? Let me know that in the comments. Send me an email, whatever. Before we get out of here, let's talk about a fighter that gave fight fans many great fights. A guy who did a lot of great things for his country, Manny Pacquiao. Finally, thankfully, thank God he finally retired from fucking boxing, man. This guy's done it all. I mean, he's a former 8th Division champion, guys. 8th Division fucking champion. He retired at 42. He's already been involved in politics, and now he's running for the highest office 
And now this is what he's going to focus on. You know, uh, I, I think it was time for him to retire. Um, the best of luck to him in the elections. May he continue to do great things for his people. I mean, you know, there's a few fights that stick out to me. Of course, him and Mayweather, him and Marquez, when he got knocked out. I mean, that was fucking vicious, man. That that punch, that you know what? And no, it was not a lucky punch. It was not a punch that came out of nowhere. That was just all the stars and the planets aligning correctly. And Marquez just, I don't know, man, I guess being in the right position and timing that right, anticipating which way Pacquiao would go and boom, just fucking connected that shit and damn, man. You know, man, when me being a fight fan, me being a former fighter, when I see uh, a fighter, especially a great one like Manny Pacquiao getting knocked out and then all these fucking morons go out there and they turn that shit into a meme. You know, the majority of you people out there, man, you don't understand what it's like inside that ring. You don't understand what it's like leading up to the fight. You know, everything these guys do, it just it pisses me off, man. It's like, this is a guy fighting to feed his family, fighting to help his fucking people. And this happened to him. And everybody turned it into a fucking joke. You know what I'm saying, man? This fucking man's health and shit, his fucking well-being that night was, you know, in fucking jeopardy. And people fucking laugh at that shit. Human beings are fucking assholes, man. But, you know, me being half Puerto Rican, I love my Puerto Rican boxers. And, of course, the other fight that sticks out to me is when he fought Miguel Cotto. And what the what a fucking Jesus Christ, man. I think for the first two rounds, it looked like Cotto was definitely the superior boxer, but he wasn't prepared for the fucking machine that was Pacquiao. Pacquiao's a fucking special fighter, man. Pacquiao's somebody, I mean, to fucking win titles in eight different divisions. Do you know the toll that that takes on one's body? Shit, man. That shit right there, if fucking Cotto decided to retire right then and there, man, I mean, it it would have been understandable, man. But Cotto would go on to make a comeback and recapture world titles and, and have a rejuvenated second career for however long and win fights and win titles. And But, man, I'll tell you, man, I was like, oh, my God, that fight, man, I was rooting for Cotto, man, but I was on the edge of my seat. And when fucking Pacquiao figured him out and started blistering him and punishing him emotionally, I was fucking drained and spent, man. But much respect to the great Manny Pacquiao. May he go on to have a a happy life, fulfilling life. I hope there's no lasting effects from the sport of boxing. I wish him the best, man, you know. I wish him the best. I wish all fighters the fucking best, man, you know what I mean. The sport of boxing is is fucking punishing. The sport of boxing takes so much from you, man. You know, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, and you don't have too many friends, man. I'm telling you, in the sport of boxing. So much respect. Thank you, Manny Pacquiao, for all the great fights and all the great years. Hopefully, another Manny Pacquiao can come along at some point. And um, that's going to do it, guys. This has been a special fight show edition of the Rational Rage podcast. Don't forget, 
You can find this show wherever you download your favorite podcast. You want to send any emails in, you can send them to rationalrage.mailbag at gmail.com. That email is rationalrage.mailbag at gmail.com. Also look for us on social media. You can find me on Instagram as the underscore rational underscore one spelled with a zero. Look up the Facebook page, Rational Rage, Twitter. Thank you for the continual support. Thank you for lending me your time. Thank you for lending me your ear. Stay alert, stay alive. Rational Rage is over and out.